0: to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. It's amazing.
1: are amazing. I am your host, Coach K. Um, here in, I would say sunny Orlando. It is kind of sunny, but yeah. it's, it's cool. It's chilly it's outside. Uh, Faison and I have been here for a few days with the families. Um, so Faison's right here next to me. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and just pass it to you. What's going on, sir?
2: Uh, shout out to all the 1919s. You know who you are. Uh, I am excited I got to go to Orlando Um, I got to see Disney not a fan Um, Universal very happy about and I'm looking forward to tomorrow to knock out the rest of the other half of Island of Adventure Um, but we all know if you don't know yet I'm an avid theme park and theme park enthusiast Um, so if I haven't been there yet I'm coming but I've been to most of the places multiple times and I'm a fast pass guru, but slumming it out this time around.
1: Fast pass and and premium parking. Yes. Um, He knew he could slum it out this time. Yeah, he slummed (laughs) it out because he knew he couldn't talk me into paying for all that stuff. Um, But yeah. It's It's just, listen, my thought process is this
2: when it comes to this, and we'll, we'll pass on after, but if you're at the theme park, how much is your time worth? at the theme park is it worth the 49 to 79 to maybe 109 uh depending on the park to hit all the rides without waiting there you're going there you're spending a day you can hit 15 rides easily with the fast pass if you're going in line on a normal day pre-covid you're thinking four or five max before you're done for a day it's worth it to me all right that's great,
1: um, <laughs> BJ.
2: What's going
3: on,
1: sir? How you doing, man?
3: I'm back, man, and I I listened to the podcast last week, gentlemen. I want to say, yo, I was I was excited to hear what I heard last week. I'm I'm mad I missed it, but I'm excited to get a night. So I'm just ready to go, man.
1: Okay, good, man. Good, 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 good. Uh, it's a little chilly down there too in 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 the Mia. Yeah, man, we
3: dropped on the date Broward. When I got a, I was up at like four o'clock this morning. Out the door at five. It was like fifty. 52, 53. Um but I, I was driving actually towards um, Polk County, and it hit 38 while I was driving before the sun came up, so.
1: That means folks had out their, their, their Fox fur. Oh, yeah, the Furkers came out. No,
0: everything came out. I was <laughs> yeah. laughing today because I saw somebody bundled, I mean, bundled up, had the scarf on over the face and everything, and I was just like, is that cold <laughs> to you? Like, I Don't get me wrong, I'm a sucker for the cold, I'm, I'm quick to put on a hoodie and a coat, but Yo, know, bundled up like it was up. It took me back to up north as as bundled up as they were. Wow, uh,
1: wow. You know, it was interesting as we were going around. Uh, you know, the the, the park today. I definitely saw some people like it there was definitely different levels, right? Going on, on different oh, levels. Yeah. There yeah. were levels to it. Like man, for real. Like you got on like gloves and everything. Like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> but then I'm sure there
0: were some people in shorts, right?
2: The white boy cool, white boy warm. I call that when you're in shorts, flip flops. Yep. <laughs> and, and you're pretty just pretty like, awesome. how are is it possible? <laughs> with, with a sweatshirt on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just like, how what are like,
2: you doing? Why? You've got to be adjusting your biotemperature. Yeah. There's no yeah. way possible. But wow.
0: that's the same. It's it's not just because it's the same thing as the um the girls in high school in college who oh, wear oh, like the short yeah. short shorts yeah. and then wear like a hoodie, oh. but then like it'd be like negative 15, and you're just trying to figure <laughs> out like what, how are you doing this? Like, what's going on?
1: Yeah, yeah, y'all went to high school at a different time than I did. But All, um, all I can say is is the H.L. don't get cold.
2: <laughs> and that's the, that's how you do it.
1: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for any of you that are out there listening with your kids, you we're smell. talking about Santa Claus. Garden
0: tools. Garden tools never <laughs> get cold.
1: Right, right, right. right. They're, They're always able up. to work. Never a bad time to <laughs> do your gardening. Um, but you already hear him. He's talking fresh. Welcome, sir. What's going on? How you doing? Yeah,
0: man. We here, living life. If y'all out there, y'all go check out my cool t-shirts.com and go buy you a shirt, man. Represent for the 13th floor, like our guest uh, guests we got on today. Uh, there's many awesome shirts out there. There you go. Y'all can see him in the bottom. Uh my my this is my guy right here. This is my brother from another mother, uh, Sam Goody Green. I went ahead and brought him in. We were talking about the dial last week and getting the juices flowing. On, on, you know, the good things it's done in not just my life, but that it can't impose upon yours. I said I might as well bring in a person who introduced me to it. So without further uh, ado, I bring on my dog, Sam Goody Green. Go ahead and say what's up to the people,
4: man. Well, i uh, honored to be here, to be a, um, a white guy on a black podcast <laughs> speaking about an ancient Chinese cultures. We got we other break, bases we covered. Break,
0: we break everything here. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Well,
4: I guess the point is is how it's affected our lives and how much it's changed us and just to hear you talk about it last week on the podcast it was uh it was still kind of eye opening to me to see, you know, how much it really really has affected you just like it has me.
1: Yep. Yeah, so that's uh that, that that's interesting and and wow, fresh you just fresh just hit fast forward. You know, usually he takes his time doing stuff. He's hit fast mm-hmm. forward, we fully into it. But yes, for those of you that didn't listen to the last episode, um we didn't even intend on talking about spirituality, right? We got to Fresh Ovation and all of a sudden, Air Fresh was talking about the Tao, the Chang. And I was like, what? Loose change? What What, what are you talking about? Ching, <laughs> ching, ching? What, what, what is going on right now? Um, but no, we, we, we started getting into a conversation and Faison quickly slowed us down because we were already over an hour. Um, but we thought it was so important and it's something that very rarely do we talk about um, not just in the black community, but even, I think, cross-culturally, we don't necessarily just sit down and have conversations about spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, a Jehovah Witness or somebody happens to come to your door or something, then you're forced to talk about it. But um, that's a whole nother podcast. That's probably a podcast. But, uh, oh, man, you know what? We got some folks that listen to the Jehovah Witnesses. I hope you all not mad at me. I'm about 50% Jehovah Witness. Yeah. Well, 25. Yeah, yeah, you are. You ain't been to the kingdom. But anyway. I'm
2: listening. Um, I'm still 25%. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter you're gonna claim I, is
1: 25 baby <laughs> listen uh I, I know as well as you do you you can't even be 95 percent. you yeah. disavow for probably, that five yeah. percent that's right true. you cannot the <laughs> kingdom. Home. Uh, but anyway so yes uh here we are this week we wanted to get into this conversation a little bit about the Tao of chang and and, and I, I guess sammy let's let's start out um first of all congratulations on being the first um white person on on the podcast. We have never had another white person um, on the podcast. Um is it, BJ's thinking about it? Now. I'm like, seriously we,
0: <laughs> we have it. Latino heat been the only um yeah. the, the only one uh, out of uh, uh, brothers and sisters.
1: Okay. Yeah, 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 But uh Sammy goes way back with all of us. Um, you know, fresh introduced him to us way back in the college days and he's a big back when they were roommates.
2: Check like out John Q. Yeah. Was, 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 was John I don't know if you remember kind of like,
1: that, that, that. That Fresh and
4: FaZe were roommates, weren't they?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. First yep. year?
2: Like, you're, like, you're like our John B. We weren't <laughs> We weren't roommates our, our freshman year. I almost had him. I almost <laughs> had it. I almost got him on the screen.
4: <laughs> My beard's a little bigger than John's. But yeah, back in the day.
1: Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, Goody, before we get into the dial, right? Mm hmm. We definitely don't want people to just think of you. Oh, oh you guys have a white guy on there. Um, so, you know, let's go back a little bit. So we definitely uh, met you during our time at school yeah. and, and, you know, you're a big hurricane fan, yes, but let yes. the people know a little bit more about you, man. So, you know, like what, what do you, what, what do you currently do? You know, family life, what, all that stuff. Well,
4: currently to pay the bills, I work with a company. It's a contractor for photo power and light. So. You know, luckily during this time, everyone needs power. So you know, um, you know, job security is a wonderful thing. Uh, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Career salesman before that. So this has been a big change. I think the Dow actually kind of led me to this. Um, you know, nothing against any salesperson. I was a salesperson for a very long time, but a lot of times you do have to be a little uh, shicey If not, not maybe shy is not the right word, but you have to be sales salesmanish. <laughs> You have to be and aggressive. it just it just wasn't sitting right with me. Yes, if you want to be good, you definitely have to be aggressive. It just wasn't sitting right with me anymore. Um, so anyway, but yeah, so salesman doing this now. Um, personal life-wise, uh, I have a wife and, and a four-year-old son. And we yeah. actually have another son on the way. Um, oh, my Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. So in this crazy time, you know, but uh, we're, we're going to keep pushing <laughs> on. All right. We're gonna oh, see what up. was
0: going on doing quarantine, hey. Yeah, hey, yeah.
4: Well, you know what it was? The Michael Jordan documentaries, um, a lot of liquor. I was fired up, man. I was fired up. So wow. shooting yeah.
1: shot, the huh? right. here in the <laughs> yeah, You guys are fired up too, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, so yeah. good. So let's dig into that a little bit. So uh, you know, a salesperson and then uh at some point, how long ago would you say you discovered the Dao? Dao de Chang, everybody. Dao de Chang and just so you know, um, it's T A O T E C H E N G, right? I- I-N-G. I-N-G, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's
0: Ching. It's Dao de okay. Ching.
1: It, it actually yeah. is Ching. Um, I you know, I just keep hearing the cash register every time I, I say Ching, but <laughs> um, so about how long ago did you discover that, would you say? Um, I would
4: say probably close to ten years. Um, but when I first got it, I didn't pay it any mind. My father gave it to me on compact discs. I don't know how old the demographic is for this podcast, but <laughs> some of the younger kids that was a circular object that you used to put in. No, I'm just joking, but um, yeah, I, and I literally just sat there. Um, and then I think my whole introduction I think I read The Secret, maybe it may have seen the movie, so that was kind of an introduction into my spirituality. I think very easy way to get involved. Anyone who's listening to this and wants to try to start getting in touch with their spirituality, a secret, I think it's a very easy way to kind of start this whole process. But anyway, so that kind of opened my mind. And then, you know, I, th- I would say maybe six or seven years ago, I actually started to listen to them and um, it just, you know, it, it was something I had to learn to do at first because what this is, um, is uh, how me and Ian were introduced to is it. an audio book by uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer who is a um, you know spiritual coach or advisor. And he it's just basically his take on the Tao Te Ching and yeah. how he would use these principles for the modern day world living. Yeah. So the Tao Te Ching was written in ancient China. So there really is no direct translation. So anything that you ever read on it is someone's interpretation of the original book.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
4: So this is just one variation of it. So if someone is to listen to, and what, what the uh, audio CD was, you know, I guess I've been talking about it is, um, change your thoughts, change your life by Dr. Wayne Dyer.
1: Nice. So for those of you that don't know, Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, just awesome. Uh, as you say, spiritual advisor, consultant, um, at some point recognized one of the, I think top five or top 10 speakers in the world. Um, heavily 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 um in demand so uh awesome okay so so dr wayne dyer so so the the version you guys heard was was an interpretation right as Mm -hmm. many um let's let's call them ancient religious books tend to be right it's always somebody's interpretation um and and this is why this conversation is so interesting right because um we know about the bible we know about the quran um we know about the the talmud I think that's what it's called. Um, and then now we're talking about the Tao. And and, and what's always interesting to me and why um, I know me personally, I, I tend to uh, be very conservative in my discussion about religion, right? So I was raised a Catholic, but to me, it wasn't like, okay, you can't tell me that just this one religion is, is, is it. And just everybody that... Uh, this particular religion is going to be whatever's in the next life or whatever it is whatever you want to call it after death whatever you want to call it mm-hmm, right. um, to me it was just like okay all these different uh, beliefs and these teachings all have more in common yeah. than not
3: Yeah,
1: right when you think, think about the principles and, right. and, and just the values and mm-hmm. um, for me it was like hey religion is just a language of which the root of all of these different languages is spirituality, right? So now when you talk about the Tao, um, it's very interesting because h- how far back would you say the Tao goes?
4: Oh, well, based on Wayne Dyer actually starts the book and gives a little synopsis on it. And he says it was written 500 years before the birth of Jesus. Mm. And there was a right. gentleman by the name of Lao Tzu who was a yep. God realized being and he's the one who wrote these or dict- dictated these 81 verses. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of strange seeing some of the stuff that I understand is not a direct correlation or a direct translation, I should say, but to see how some of the same things trouble us today, you know, because it still comes down to greed and envy and these, these type of characters characteristics, you know, that people fight with today. But you know, what's also funny, you talk about the religion you growing up. I think for me, it was easy to accept because my father was raised Jewish. My mother was raised Catholic. So I've celebrated Hanukkah and Christmas my whole life. I hated going to Sunday school, whatever religion it may be. I just never really, um, it just never really spoke to me. And I I guess maybe as a child, I knew, so which one's right? You know, you have these two different religions. Um, So maybe that was another reason, you know, that it was easier for me to kind of accept teachings and not have to break down, um, you know, beliefs or or thoughts that I might have been raised with. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. That's fair. I mean, your mind's already open. I mean, same same boat here. My dad's Baptist, my grandma was Catholic, my wife is Catholic, my mom's a witness. Like you can't understand the process behind that. All a similar story, but you can see each flaw, and you can see the benefit of each one. And be able to argue that to the person who's hard, hardcore one type, and say, no, that's just not the way. It's you can't just come in there hardcore and like, for instance, the Catholic Church, where you feel like it's. You know you've done it wrong, so you gotta feel bad about things. Like, no, it's not. It's okay. Like, you, it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Um. So yeah,
0: I was gonna say it's funny because as I've grown, I always feel like religious people are the most hypocritical people that I know. Like the more religious and like, like really like super religious that you are, the more hypocritical you are. But the more spiritual I find people are, like the more genuine and authentic and like honest and like you know willing to do more if like the more spiritual that they claim to be so that's always been something from young that has always drawn me to it that I don't I've never understood the thought of feeling that and it's funny because I guess in the sense the Tao is dictated by another person but like in religion you always have whoever is your pastor or you know that 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 beacon at that moment who you're supposed to be listening to. And then you find out all this crazy stuff that they're doing behind the scenes. And that's still supposed to be who's, you know, they, it just always never played right in my head, but I always knew there was a higher force. I knew there was a higher power. There was something that could, you know, lead to good, something that could lead to bad. I know that there was, you know, good energy begets a uh, good energy type thing.
1: Yeah. And, and, look what i don't want i I don't want people to turn off the podcast right now because we're talking about different religions and and look definitely don't want to knock like we were talking about jehovah's witnesses stuff Mm -hmm. like that and look i I have i think two sisters um out of the three that are actually jehovah's witnesses and 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 my my biological father passed away years ago you know he, he died a jehovah's witness um so look for me religion is just it's like um you know, it's like exercise, right? Do the spiritual exercise that is best for you and works for you, Mm -hmm. right? Um, where, 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 Where I get myself in trouble is, is the people that try to push whatever that exercise is good for them. They try to push it on somebody else. And that's the part that makes me shy away from having conversation or whatever, right? But I think dialogues and conversation like this are what needs to happen for people to realize that, look, we all believe in a higher being. Mm-hmm. and we can coexist yeah right um what you do for your practice really has no impact on me right so you know i, I want to turn to bj for a second because um bj's super involved, um you know with his faith um his kids his wife everybody um for those of you that don't know he he's actually part of a, a, a facebook live uh, every monday right
3: well, almost every Monday, yeah. Last couple of Mondays, BMV but Monday nights, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, Monday nights. Um, and we've seen his role grow over the last year. I think he was only supposed to be on for like a couple times because people were busy. <laughs> and now he's on like almost every Monday. So, you know, sometimes I call him Deacon Jones, um, which is a football reference. But, um, you know, from from your perspective, right, and, and we're going to get more into the Dow. So for those of you that are... And just for the conversation about the die, we're going to get more into it. But, you know, when we talk about religion versus spirituality, you know, what is your view on that?
3: So, that's been one of the things I've been kind of playing in this entire week after hearing the last podcast and kind of knowing we were going that route this week. Because it's a conversation that we have all the time. I have all the time with people from different faiths, non believers, or anything, that people just agnostic, just don't really have any guiding principle if you're going to use the doubt like say as a principles set of principles um but I think it comes down to exactly what Ian said and where my mind had been going this entire week of how how can I articulate it when we talk about spirituality and religion a lot of people are turned off to religion because of something somebody did or was supposed to be a figure or this person this person who was supposed to uh exude all these spiritual quality, but live this righteous life, but they fell short. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things that, again, I can say that I've learned over the years is that people are gonna be people no matter what position they're in. If you take a pastor in your local storefront church, you take one of the mega churches, you take somebody at the Pope sitting everybody at the highest point in the Catholic church, people are people and whether something's done in public or not, people are gonna fall short because that's just human nature, right? Um, but we put our faith that we hold people to this on this pedestal, that as soon as that they're not on that pedestal no more, it's like we hear that we're hypocritical, right? You have the, the people that are shouting the, the loudest they can from the street corners and from the pulpits. But that's not how it, in, my, in my daily life, like we, we talk about religion every now and then, it comes up in different conversations. But I don't need to quote scripture. I don't need to do anything. I don't feel I need to do that on regular basis. And again, when you think about the Tao, you think about the Quran, you think about um, any text out there. Um, when you're the Bible, whatever, you don't need to beat people over the head with scriptures or this says this, and if you don't do this, you're going to hell. That's that's not how you do people. That's not how you even build relationships with people. You can't do it with any other topic. So why would you do it with religion? How do you live your life, and what example do you show set for other people? Yeah, am I gonna be perfect every hundred percent of the time? No. Is the next man gonna, be, no matter what religion or non-religion they believe in, gonna be perfect? No. But again, how do we support each other? How do we treat each other? How do we go about our daily lives to make sure that we're exuding things? One of the things that I totally believe in. Again, I have to set a personal belief as I have to set a principle for my kids. Um, but that, as they grow up, they have to make a decision for themselves. Like you said, okay, you mentioned about you grew up Catholic. Well, that's because mm-hmm. you probably were made to go, and this was what you're going to do. This is going to do to a certain extent. That's good. But that you didn't own it. Right. And then when you had questions, you were probably hushed because that's not what you don't. Kids don't ask questions. They're not allowed to. You're not supposed to question it. But it's OK to question things because that's how you grow and that's how you process. So we have a lot of people who are were exposed to religion at an early age or at some point in their life and got turned off by some person or some experience that totally missed the boat of spiritual possibly leading to a higher, I don't want to say calling, but another, the next realm. Because I, I, do, I do recognize there's a difference between spirituality and religious. That's right? You have to recognize there's a difference there. But what is that thin line and where does it cross That again. If you look at the Tao, you look at the Bible, you look at basic principles guiding any major religion out there. What is it? Treat people well. Don't really, don't cheat, don't steal. I mean, guiding principles. And the last piece to it that that I thought about the whole piece was that um, when you boil it down to, it came up to past relationships or experiences, and then that accountability, right? When things are held accountable and people tell you, well, you did the one thing you're going to hell." And that's that's not how this whole thing works right um so we go a lot deeper and stuff but i i want to make sure we hit the dial but you guys have hit everything i have been thinking this whole week so i'm glad we're talking about this right now because again i think you have to have open lines of communication and the fact that people cut themselves off like it's only if you don't believe what i believe we can't even be friends or you talk like that's that throws me to how do, how does that represent your religion anyway that just tells, talks to me a big deal about what you believe again. But again, that's just interpretation of somebody's religion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and you know what? <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say that because I think n- no matter what you're talking about, at the end of the day, it boils down to be accountable for your actions. At the end of the day, uh, you can sum up everything and be, be accountable for your actions um, and, and try to be uh, at one and at center with yourself. So, Sammy, I'm coming to you because um, one of the things I read about the Dao, right, is that the Dao presented a the Dao De presented a way of life intended to restore harmony and tranqu- tranquillity to a kingdom racked by widespread disorders. Right. Now, when you think about a kingdom uh, racked with widespread disorders, I, I I think right now we're living in a kingdom racked mm. by widespread disorders. Right. But I want to take it back to you personally, Sammy, because you you had a pivot, right? You said you were a salesman and then you pivoted, right? What you do for a living because it didn't sit well with you. It no longer reflected or or embraced who you were. Right. Right. So walk us through that change and then and how it almost seemed magnetic for you that you went towards the Dow yeah, something that you had in your possession for a while but it just that magnetic draw wasn't there at the time
4: um well h- h- whether i was drawn to it or, or how i changed careers because those are two different questions we don't necessarily have to get into the how you change careers unless you want so to how are you well, drawn to it? no not necessarily i mean i can answer that one real quickly is that it happened organically like mm-hmm. i literally got sick to my stomach i could not see myself going through another one of those sales trainings And going Mm -hmm. on the floor and selling whatever product that was because it's all the same stuff you learn the product you learn knowledge and then you learn how to you know apply that to a person's real life you know i just i just couldn't do it again so that that's a real easy um answer um it's how it happened it probably happened organically again you know the way that i am i'm I'm not intelligent like you brothers on this podcast you know i usually have to learn things the hard way so life just taught me it um when i went through the secret i was because going through a divorce and I just happened to find a book and I was like, Hey, let me give it a shot. And I started reading the first couple pages and I don't read anything. I think I finished the book in the night. Not that it's that big of a book, but you know, I, I was so enthralled with it and so engaged. Um, it's felt like, okay, this is something that I can, you know, kind of speaks to me, you know, uh, positive energy and having that law of attraction and all those type of, uh, characteristics. And I would say probably a few years after that, I just kind of, you know, one day just, um, started listening. And it was difficult because, you know, if anyone's ever listened to Wayne Dyer, his voice almost takes a second to kind of get used to because you almost want to fall asleep.
3: Listen, Listen.
4: yes, absolutely. (laughs) So that, that was something I had to, you know, first get over. That was the first hurdle. And then I just started listening. And for me, it really felt like a blueprint. And, you know, it's interesting. We were talking about the religion. I really don't feel like it contradicts or butts up against anything. If anything, it would strengthen uh, those core values of love, of uh, uh, you know, harmony. And harmony really means with the Tao is that you're one of everything. You know, everything is the Tao. You know, mm-hmm. and I know there's some similarities with other religions that like God is in everybody and in every single thing. And that's really what it's about is that once you really consciously realize that you are part of everything, it changes your perspective and how you even treat people, animals, insects, everything, you know. Um, so I guess my answer to you is it happened kind of organically over time. Um, I started by listening to it and then I gave myself a routine. I, I wanted to listen to every verse. Then I listened to one verse for a week and then went to all 81. You know, and then I started doing it for a month. And then I kind of lost a little bit and maybe even in between and losing it and come back to being more consistent. And what I mean by listening to it just once a day, in the mornings, hopefully, and it's usually a five-minute to maybe at most like seven to eight-minute, um, you know, track, and mm-hmm. so it just be a routine for me. And just like anything else, just like working out and exercise, that you know, that you know, that becomes part of
1: your life. Nice. Now, how, how, what would you say would be the most impactful thing um, the Dow has done for you?
4: So I actually wrote down a couple of things. To make sure I don't forget anything. Um, So one thing, accepting things as they come, understanding the only constant is change. Mm -hmm. You know, so no matter how happy you are, it's going to change. So Mm -hmm. are you prepared for that? If you were at one with the Dow, then of course you would be. And that's why Lao Tzu have became a master because nothing, no matter what was happening in the world or someone else's actions can never change the way that he carried himself. So um, that was definitely one thing. Most importantly, extinguishing my ego or trying to learning to have self-awareness that all kind of comes with it. Even having fun with self-deprecation, making fun of myself as I, I've already done here tonight, you know, it, it changes everything. Like you don't get, as um, it doesn't uh, uh, get your emotions boiled as much. Like something doesn't bother you as much. Everything changes. Even the way I watch sports changes. You know, like I'm not crying every night because our Eagles aren't doing very well now. You know, <laughs> I, I just accept it as for what it is, and this too shall pass, as they say, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. So you know, it's funny because um, a lot of people probably don't realize that that they've been exposed to Lao Tzu. There's a lot of um, Chinese proverbs and things mm-hmm. like that actually came from Lao Tzu that people probably don't don't even realize or know. Um, but and and it's funny how you see it manifest in other things. So my grandmother would always say, um, "Nothing good lasts forever." Um, she would also say, "Everything comes to an end," right? So I, I think it's that recognition of life is just a cycle and. There really is no good or bad. There's just the cycle and being open and, and understanding of the cycle is the key to reaching that harmony because y- you have to expect there has to be a balance. There's always a balance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk, about, you know, I guess we just keep going on the, 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 Chinese, uh, culture and, 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 you know, when you talk about yin and yang, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. There's always going to be something, um, to, that's going to counter what was. So it, it's interesting if, if you can accept that, how how much peace you find as opposed to, um, for example, why me? You know, why is this happening to me? Well, it's happening to you because you're in the cycle. Right. right? Um, and then the same thing with people, oh man, I'm on top. This is great. You know, I'm live the rest of my life like this. No, there's gonna be something. Right. And mm-hmm. and 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 if you're prepared for that and you prepare your spirit to deal with that life becomes so much easier. and It's easy to say right now on this podcast because there's times where I feel like, Oh my gosh, like what in the world? Like, well, why is this happening? You know what I mean? Like I could tell you I was on the phone early today about some work stuff. But like, just like, Oh man, when I get back is on and popping. And really does it have to be on and popping Carol? Or, or if in my spirit, I know, okay, no, it was time for this. Um, I can probably better deal with it. Sure. Right. So fresh, you, 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 you kind of sitting on the sideline here. But um, I, want, I want to get you in here, right, because um, you're probably one of the people, I guess, in my immediate circle, that there's always some type of adversity or something going on. If, 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 if something crazy can happen, it's going to happen, you know, yeah. it's going to come up. Um, how do you think the Dow has helped you or, or, or how does it help you in your day-to-day dealings?
0: um well not to jump uh forward but i already jumped forward before anyway but to go ahead and jump into my fresh evasion for this week um i was gonna use an actual verse from the Tao. um so it's verse 16. knowing the constant we accept things as they are by accepting things as they are we are impartial by being impartial we are part of nature by being part of nature we are one with the Tao. Tao is eternal and we are and we survive physical death um it's it's like i was discussing last week with the um in what we're just talking about right now that acceptance of of you know everything's going to change crazy stuff's going to go on not allowing yourself to get rattled when things go too far either way even in um enjoy going too far and joy can put you in a space where you will take too many steps back because you can miss things. So being able to accept both, um, the good and the bad, but more so focusing on making sure that your neutral is good. And it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like a a revolving circle of coming back to yourself. It's always about making sure you're good, but in making sure that you're good, you're making sure that everything else is good and not allowing, even when people come to me with drama that is, they are fired up about, I still don't have the, um, I won't allow the ability to get as, you know, jumped up and riled up and be able to, you know, use that, that calmness to go ahead and solve situations to, to go ahead and continue to push towards more as opposed to constantly getting in that cycle of why me, or what is this like? I know it's me because I'm the one who can handle it. That's the way I look at everything that happens now, as opposed to being stuck into that situation. Cause I definitely have my, my dark times of feeling like, yo, all the walls are caving in. I'm really worth nothing. I don't know what's going on, but in, in that spirit spirituality piece in gaining that focus of realizing like, man, no matter how good I have it, there's somebody who has it better. And no matter how bad I have it, there's somebody who has it better. Like why allow myself the, the stagnancy, the, the ability to stay so stagnant of, of like in that position of depression or, you know, Uh, despair, or sometimes it's even excitement where it's just like you are losing the opportunity for advancement by allowing yourself to sit stale in these periods of, you know, ultimately confusion, as opposed to being able to set yourself up like, yo, something's crazy. You got to figure out, okay, is it just time that's going to make it not crazy? Is there something that you got to solve? Is it financial? Is it whatever it is? It's about solving it as opposed to just dwelling, like the dwelling accomplishes nothing. And that's like the biggest piece that the Tao has truly imposed upon me that has, I've, I utilize daily and constantly remind myself and try to impose on as many people as I can. And I mean, it changes the way I've dealt with everything from not just interactions with business people to, um, you know, my girlfriend to uh, children, like everything it's just that that ability to kind of get into that focus of not getting too excitement excited or too you know, down. And I'm still the same fun, lo- loving, crazy person that I've always been, but having that consciously in the back of my head has helped me even um, this week. I uh, had an interview for a, a new position and initially was very nervous But put myself in the down mindset and wound up smashing the interview like it was nothing. But it was because I took myself out of feeling so like if the job is mine, it's already mine. You know what I mean? Like it has nothing to do ultimately with this interviewer. Like if it is what it is, it is already there. So it's already in my keys. If it's not, it's not. It's already is what it is. So do as such and, and be as is. I already know I have the expertise for it. Yeah. so go ahead and, and move as it is
2: so how how does one find that center um someone who has not you know obviously you must read your research understand the process behind it um but what's that first to find? the biggest
0: repetition and self-dialogue like people are a we are extremely uh harsh on ourselves and don't give ourselves enough credit of what our minds have the power to do over our, um, over our path of success over life. Like we really are so quick to just believe that we can't and, and, you know, push to the side instead of constantly pushing ourselves towards, yo, know, somebody else has done it. So why can't I, I think that's one of the biggest things that I always use, um, is pretty much like, yo, somebody else has done this. Why, why should I feel that I'm not able to do it? Like, why should I feel that I don't have within my, and I know I don't use all of my brain power. So why should I feel like I shouldn't be able to with just the brain? Like nobody is doing it. Like I have to be able to do it. And that's the thing about it is the constant repetition. Don't get me wrong. I have, you guys know, I have extremely crazy stuff that goes on that most people, you know what I mean? Would be like, yo, I'm I'm about to end it all. It's not worth it. Like this is, this is too much, but in those times, like that's when I am the hardest on myself in the like, yo man, but there's some little kid who's never seen a TV, he's eating it doesn't have no food, got one leg, you know, and, and like has all types of crazy stuff going on and this man's still living life. Why am I gonna get down because I had to kill a possum in my garage? You know what I mean? Like it's it's those types of situations where it's, it's got to a possum now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had <laughs> that was before. but it's it's that
2: so Sammy you you spoke about earlier how you had to use the secret and then the dial to kind of center yourself from going through the issues of relationship um with family like I, I know that some people will love to hear um about that journey and and where you are now you seem very um one with thyself so well, I
4: appreciate the compliment. It's all an act. So I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm doing a good job. Um, <laughs> and once again, man, experience like I, I can. G- Ian just said was great it was repetition. So it was consistently listening to the book, the audio book, uh, um, and then trying to find some other um, uh, versions of it or um, you know, uh, people's versions of it. Um, and then, you know, applying those in real life. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, going through those tribulations and, and those trials, also with the sales thing, I fell flat on my face. I went from high, that was working really nice, driving a six series, selling million dollar real estate to, fly, to, to falling flat on my face. And, you know, during the time I knew there was a reason and I knew, you know, I'm talking to Mr. Fresh, you know, he would try to keep you up, but it wasn't anything I could do about it. It was just, you know, um, I felt the guilt it was just ravishing me and took over my life like to where I lost all the swag all my confidence everything I had to kind of rebuild myself but I'm so happy it happened because it really to me took me to that final stage um and not final stage but that next stage of really understanding empathy that when people are going through things um and th- people can't you never know what someone's going through when you see them so if someone might be an, an a-hole to you I'm trying to keep my Language clean and they hold to you on the road.
1: Okay, fresh normally dirties it up, right? And, okay, and, and, Look, and man, he's already gained f- us. F- right. okay. <laughs> 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 um,
4: but if, but, but you know, but if someone flicks you off, are you gonna get all fired up and getting pissed at them, or maybe just think, hey, maybe that person just going through it. Maybe their kid screamed at them before they walked out of the house that day, and now they're just a little bit upset at the, you know, at the road. So maybe I can just chuckle at this, uh, realize they're having a bad day and just keep it moving um so i would say like uh once again experiences and that repetition of listening seeing how it correlates another thing is just following those practices because the Tao teaches you to use nature as a blueprint mm. there's so many ways in nature one of the main things it's funny uh me and fresh just kind of working on a shirt uh, bruce lee uh, uh be like water yeah and yeah. there's a verse which is uh, the 78th verse which lit- literally says in every translation he, that, that Dr. Wayne Dyer went over because that's how he wrote it. He looked at, he looked at other people's translations and put, the, put it together himself. But he said every translation had the word water. And you know, like Bruce Lee's, Bruce Lee's little line, right? Um, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless like water. If you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. Water in the teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now uh, water can flow or it can crash. Be, be like water, my friend, you know? Mm-hmm. So even those, those same principles that he's talking about, um, you know, the Tao directly talks about as far as you know using nature, uh, the, the cyclical things that happen in nature, uh, the changes that happen in nature, you can see it. Just being in awe of nature. How often do we come outside, look at the, uh, the tree that's outside in front of our house, look at the birds and all that kind of stuff, literally being in awe, like can you believe that that tree just grew up like that or that these birds all just function without anybody doing anything or helping them? They just kind of have this whole life system that they do, you know? Um, another big thing, you know, as I'm going through now is the pregnancy, uh, you know, my wife delivering our first son and now going through this. You can feel the energies. You can see that this, this person is creating another person. Mm-hmm. And then once they are born, they feed this person with their body. I mean, it's, it's such an amazing thing. And if you can be in awe like that, I think that helps in so many other ways um, to um, kind of change those priority levels. like, what's so important? Yeah, You know, when you see what's really important, like, and how amazing things can be, you're like, well, maybe I really shouldn't be that pissed because my boss, you know, sent me a nasty email today.
0: Right. Right. I'll tell you, well, not before you go, Kay, I was going to say another thing that really helped me and I'm sure helped Sammy too was uh, each other. Like, we literally would not only sending, you know, each other verses, and he would definitely send me a lot more, but also giving each other props when we would practice, like, when we would when we would do something that we feel the other one was, you know, in the dial realm, being able to, you know, tell each other, but it also, it grew, um, we always been brothers, but it also grew like it was, it was, like I was saying last week, it was outside of the realm of what uh, you know, we normally talk about the things that we were normally, you know, sports, bullcrap, you know, the music, you know what I mean? Like, it was a real chance to kind of go into a different level of, you know, growth for real and, and being like a different change from being a boy to a man, almost in a sense, because the things that it would allow us to speak about and to talk on and encourage each other with kind of transform with it as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know uh, and you talked about getting ahead and, and you know I'm always trying to keep something in the chamber for, for closing the thing out, but uh, it's it's very interesting how just through life, when you are the person on the outside looking at someone else, right? So you just talked about um, how you guys help each other out. And I think mm-hmm. we all do that when we're on the outside of something, we don't have emotion attached to whatever it is, whatever challenge the other person may be facing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that allows us to now think in alignment with our with our oneness and our, and our spiritual spirituality, and come up with what is the best possible advice or suggestion that we can give, right? And that just leads me to think that. And, and it's funny, you know, you you tend to see this comparison when we talk about male versus female. We tend to say that males um, don't act out of emotion; we act more out of logic, and females are more emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if if you keep going down the history, and we might lose a whole bunch of our listeners this <laughs> yeah, week I'm say. after I say this because mm-hmm. you you know there are many of these books that we that we've talked about earlier that reference that somehow the female is always represented as, um, evil or, um, the one that, that, that influences things that should not happen. Um, and you almost wonder if that emotion is a misalignment of your spiritual, uh, uh, being right of your, of your spirituality. Right. Um, And and I had a better way to say that, that probably didn't come out right, but it's definitely a misalignment of, of your spiritual health, let's call it. Um, And and is that the case? So when I look at the, the three guiding principles of Taoism, um, right, which we're still talking about the Tao Te Ching, it says that the three guiding principles or the three basic pillars are simplicity, patience, and compassion. Right. I, and, yeah. and I mean,
4: what'd you say, sir? No, I wasn't say I could agree with that. I mean, it's kind of hard to, to, to narrow them down. Cause I think almost you're missing the three, but you know, we always have to do that. Right. It's like, I don't care. The long version, tell me what it's about. Yeah, so, <laughs> you No, know, If you have to narrow it down to three, then I would say those are a pretty good three
1: Yeah. Um. to, to pick. Right. And, and, and I think when we look at life overall, and, and I'm putting you guys in notice, I'm getting ready to come to you guys uh, for Faison's corner and, Fresh, you already did Fresh but I'll I, I come to Sammy for, for Sammy's version of Fresh but, mm. um, when you think about life, we, we constantly tell people to, to keep things simple. Don't make things so complicated. Don't overcomplicate things. Um, we constantly tell people to, um, to be patient, oh, wait, y- your time is going to come. Um, and then we always tell people to to take care of your fellow man or woman, right? Th- those three principles are through everything. If you think about any intelligent conversation that you've ever had where you got great advice or um, you, you acted on something good, the three things were probably involved. So it's really funny how you, you take something like the DAO and, and, and what I think is really um, impressive about it is how simple it is. Right, how many verses do you say there were? Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Yep. There's eighty-one verses. How many 81. verses? And they're, and, the they're all, and
4: they're all short. They're all short too. The thing, because like even though these audio tracks, if you guys decide to delve in, you know, it's only the first, you know, maybe twenty twenty-five seconds of that track is the actual yeah you know, the verbatim actual verse. translation, yeah. and then he gives you a breakdown on how he understands it and how you can apply that in
0: today's world.
2: Yeah, mm.
0: but that's yeah. the the value of most things. It's funny. I, I started realizing um, recently, like even in my cooking and they always talk about it, like the simplest things are the things that are the most flavorful. Like if you can make an item with like five things only, like that's some really like you can wind up making something super flavorful and amazing. And a lot of times when you start adding too much stuff, you muddy it up and it's just like, it just tastes like nah, whatever, you know what I mean? But that's the same thing in life when you get down to those simple core pieces of it. It's like, this thing isn't hard. We make it way harder than it needs to be and allow a lot of other things to muddy it up and, 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 uh, you know, make it foggy when it's like, yo, this thing is very simple in the way that it's set up and what you need to do and, and how you should treat each other and, and how you could go about things and how you can feel okay. But we allow so much other stuff to come in and and mess up that, that direct path.
1: Think about where we're going with food. Mm-hmm. With the food we'll put in our body. The more ingredients there are on the back of whatever it is, is probably the worse it is for you. Right? Mm-hmm. right? Those are the things that probably aren't, aren't good for us.
0: The, um, only, the only thing on the, um, I'm about to say the only item that's hard to say that you should actually be taking in is a rutabaga. That's the vegetable. A it's a vegetable <laughs> as opposed to some type of moxanacacillin or either like red dye number 17.
1: <laughs> uh, right. Uh, this should not be a paragraph. Right. But, but for some reason we don't treat our, we don't treat our life that way. We, we try to add all these ingredients, all these steps on what it takes to be great, what it takes to be successful, what it takes to be at peace, what it takes to be in harmony. Um, and, and and I think, our, our dialogue and our discussion today and, and, and last week
2: mm-hmm.
1: definitely dictates something simpler. And, and again, just the way it even came about, we didn't have to an ask for that. There was no, we just said, Oh, wait, let's do that. Yeah. And that was it. Let's act. We don't even, we're not going to wait. We're not going over it and go find, go somebody go find a Taoist. Yeah. I don't know a Taoist. Yeah, you do. I, well, I was about to say, <laughs> right now, nah. right. Ching,
0: that's the ching, and now they ching.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> right. Go ahead, BJ. So
3: I, again, I don't. Again, the goal of this thing is to to dig deeper in this whole spirituality conversation. But I, I want to. I, I think we kind of shortchanged it as well as. No matter what your personal stances on spirituality or religion. Like when you look, if if something from the Tao inspires you, it's something from the Quran, the Bible, the Torah, whatever whatever text it is. One thing to think of, but even the Tao is the that's the book or the 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 verses for the religion of Taoism, right? The Bible is the book religion for Christianity, or different versions how you go. The Quran, same thing. So again, when people are thinking about these things. If there's something that entices you, I would encourage people to look at everything, look at the big pictures too, because that's how a lot of, and again, I had to call it out. If you want to Christianity as a whole, people get stuck on certain verses and take everything out of context. And those are, for lack of a better word, those are the Bible thumpers you hear. they want to hold everything over people's head and turn hundreds of people off, everybody they come in contact with, right? So you want the full context. So understand what the religion says as well. I'm not saying you need to go and be follow that religion as well, but you need if that if the text entices you to dig deeper, understand what the religion says as well. So I just want to make sure that because that's just one piece of it. That the, the actual text it's almost like you're holding a, in a college course, but you're just gonna read the book and then never actually engulf into what the go into to be a physician. You just wanna read a book and say, I know what it is like to be a physician,
0: right? right? But no, there's a
3: there's a course of study and a process to go through. Again, the Tao is the text for the Taoism. And I'm pretty sure any other religion, that's the guiding principles, the guiding text, just like anything else like we just talked about. So again, when you're looking at these bigger things, don't just get stuck on the text, but understand why it's been such an influence in whatever population or why does it have such an influence in the eastern world versus the western world like those are those are the very basic things and i think it speaks to what sam was talking about as well again when you think about the american way of how we do business there's a lot of things that don't sit right when you think about if this is really how i'm guiding in my life there's a lot of things that internally have to change right and do those principles sit well with um possibly even venture to see what that religion is about or questioning religion. Cause again, I do believe people need to be open to question any and everything they're exposed to. So I just don't want to set it short with just the text and not to talk about the bigger picture of what the text encapsulates.
4: Well, well real, real quickly um, to, to, to jump on that. Um, I think it's about living a text, right? right? Like applying it. And then once you live it and you go through experiences, then you really truly start to understand it. And the only reason I think I can even speak about this is because I have listened to it so much and I've kind of self-analyzed, you know, how, you know, maybe I've handled it differently now because of the way I'm thinking and all these different stuff. And you say, okay, I'm getting better. It's, it's like anything else, you have to practice it and you have to apply it
3: in everyday life. Totally agree. And I, I think for me, again, growing up in and out of church, I could say, um, for the latter half of my life, latter majority of my life, is because of situations and being upset and being mad at a lot of stuff and not understanding, but then coming to the realization that some stuff is going to happen to you. is like you said earlier. There's different things in my life that I was upset about. Like, again, I don't really talk about that much, but like being diagnosed diabetic at 16 and just pretty much repeated to tell me you're going to, this is how you're going to live your life. And it's a curse and all this stuff. I'm like, that's the mindset I had for years in college. Y'all didn't know half the days y'all saw me, I felt like crap. <clears throat> but I had stuff to get done. I had stuff to do cause people were dependent on me. And I already put myself out there to be leading for a for lot like, people had high expectations of what I already committed to do. I didn't feel like doing half that stuff majority of the days y'all saw me. But in the end, I thought back now, when I look back at everything like me being diagnosed not, not, even not at an early age, when I was 16, I've been able to help more kids that I've come in contact with in the schools that have been found out diabetic or family members or even friends that are in their 50s, 60s, family friends that are in their 60s and 70s, they're finding out the last couple years that they're diabetic, that I'm the one that's almost like a counselor. So it's almost like Ian said earlier, things you go through are preparing you for something else. It's not always about what was me what was me and, and i'm not trying to downplay anybody's take on their health or mental health at all but for me it was that realization that not everything is the curse not everything is a bad thing to you and i do believe was like if i couldn't handle it I, it wouldn't have been put on me right and there's always a, a lesson learned not not why me it's more of what am i supposed to learn from this So again, no matter what your center is, no matter what the text is, is that application right, Sammy? Is that how you apply it and how you, your outlook on life and outlook at how things come at you?
1: A hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. All
1: right, Sammy, I'm putting you on notice before I come to you um, to give your final, um, uh, I don't know, takeaway for the Dow to change. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to phase go on first for phase on's corner
2: uh, I think over the last couple of days I've come to realize the importance of detaching yourself from those that think they need you when you can actually do fine by yourself without uh, being so octopusy out I guess to be the way it was like you're able to just um, you're able to just do what you have to do, communicate and be in the now, be in the now right now. Be here, be present, see me, see your environment. Um I think that hearing the dial and hearing all the information really kind of grasp that more because you're missing out on what's here in your present. You're thinking about what's in the future or in the past, but you're missing out on that. And, what you're currently have a chance to see the smile of a kid, not your kid, but the smile of a kid who just happened to see Mickey walk past him. That enjoyment of that child could put a smile on your face to make your feeling just bloom even more. Um, But you've missed that because you're connected to something else or someone's pulling you away from the, the now in front of you. So take the time out wherever you are to just see where you are become who you are see it and I'll use avatar we saw that recently that you have to be able to, I need to see you see you see me not as a person I am but see in me to allow that process to happen I think that that changed a lot um thinking about this whole entire thing and getting ready for this week uh I was thinking about that and then it just hit me we saw avatar every day and then noticing that you know eh. I got to see more, I got to see more than what's there. And I want to be in the here. I want to be here in the now and whatever else is not affecting me in this moment, affecting my children or my wife or maybe my friends around me, my brothers, like, how can I be here for you? And if I'm not there with you then I'm there for that, that moment in time, um, and that weight go, it's a lot of weight you carry and that weight can pull you down.
1: Um, so release that. Mm. So, if if I could summarize that, you have to look at less to see more.
0: Yes. If I see I how summarize. quick you just moseyed I was gonna give y'all another one. Um, one more frustration. We say this one all the time. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're depressed, you're living in the past, be present in here in the now.
1: There you go. There you go. Absolutely. See, I'm down right now. I don't even know I'm down. you, didn't even you down. That's right. That's right.
0: You were so down. You were so down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, for those of you that are Googling this, um, please don't don't google D D A O D O W. <laughs> it is T-A-O-T-E C H I N G. Dow they check. Yes. Sammy, what do you want to leave the people with? What is the takeaway that you want the people to have about the to chain? My takeaway, I guess, well, first of all, I'd
4: just like to say, if you find any interest, just delve into it a little bit, because, you know, we said there's not many verses, 81, but there's so much. There's so much things you guys were even talking about in your synopsis. I was like, Hey, the Tao has something like that, you know, just living in the moment. And Ian gave you a little excerpt, you know, um, you know, even you were talking about women in the Dao. They actually have some of the translations as she as opposed to he when it's talking mm-hmm. about that. So, um, you were talking about uh, Avatar, it talks about that, about, you know, seeing your body as a shell, mm-hmm. you know, actually lifting you off and seeing, you know, yourself from, from a, for, as a spirit and knowing that once you die, you just return to as they call the Great Mother, you know. And so there's all these different things. I think people should, you know, if you have some interest, dive into it. But it's totally, um, you know, uh, like the book, it's change your thoughts, change your life. I'm a much more empathetic person. I'm a much more understanding and accepting person. Uh, I think it's made me a better husband and a better father. So if that's important to you, maybe this could help. Um, I don't think it'll conflict with anybody's beliefs or, or how they were raised. Um, I think it, you know, would just amplify some of those great things about those religious Um, another thing I, you know, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this. Well, one, two things. One, and it was actually a quote from Tavis Smiley. I really loved it was gratitude is the gateway to greatness. Mm. I I, I really love that. I, I, um, I try to find and be in a state of gratitude and I feel like if I can stay in a state of gratitude that I'm probably in a a good place. And lastly, um, you were talking about yin yin and yang, Carol, earlier on, and I've kind of seen that life really is a big paradox. You know, as quickly as you can see things that are so beautiful, especially right now in 2020, we can see things that are so ugly, right? And it usually is the paradox where you have, you know, Democrats and Republicans and this and that religion. It's all these things are all these different sides. But really, it's probably right in the middle where you want to kind of keep yourself, you know, so, um, you know, I just I've been seeing more examples of that paradox. And I always kind of laugh to myself. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, that's what I guess I would leave you with is that it's, it's really changed my life. And if, if you've had any kind of intrigue at all, I would definitely advise you uh, diving in and uh, seeing if it touches you at all.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Listen, um, Sammy, we wanna thank you uh, for taking out the time to come spend with us, man. And, yeah. and, 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 and if I could give you something, I would say, man, look, don't ever um, underestimate or undervalue um, yourself when you, when, when you said um, I'm not as intelligent as you brothers man please yeah. listen man mm-hmm. intelligence is a sliding scale mm-hmm. um, and it's really about the individual um, and, and you, you came on here today with an intelligence that we didn't have
2: yep.
1: so definitely sure appreciate man. that appreciate you um, uh, sh- sharing with, with, with our audience and, and the people and, and, and teaching mm-hmm. right teaching to a degree Um, so definitely appreciate that. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, let, let me remind you, um, if you're listening to this podcast and and you liked it, um, send it to somebody. Um, if, if, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, like subscribe, share, I don't care where you're listening to it, send the link. Every platform has a share button, um, share it with more people. Definitely leave comments. Review. You should send
0: them a T-shirt with the link. Send them a Thirteenth Floor T-shirt with the link, and that's how you should do it. Do it like that. Send them a T-shirt or two.
1: There you go. Yeah. There you go. There's there's Thirteenth Floor T-shirts out there. As you see, Sammy has one on today. um We didn't we didn't pay him to wear that shirt. it's very it's very comfortable too, Kara. Go, go on,
0: tell him. Go on, give him. Go on, give him to, to tell him. Them, tell them about that shirt there, Goody. Yeah, man. You know, it's
4: soft. <laughs> it feels good. I think it's actually going to hold up. You know. Watch! So I'm very excited. There you
1: go. It. Good, good, good. I, I, I'm just, I'm just glad you didn't pan down any further. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, ladies, and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in this week. And if I could leave you with anything, um, again, it's the Dao de Chang. And 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 some of you are out there, and you're like, oh man, what what can I learn from some ancient Chinese Far East? Really, philosophy—philosophy philosophy of life—is uh, really what it is. I mean, we, we we reference religion in this, we reference spirituality, um, but when you when you translate the word Dao just by itself, it means the way or the path. Um, and what I would challenge you all this week is: um, there's some things that you have learned that are that was somebody else's way, somebody else's path, um, and you need to to get out there and find out. Are, are you walking through this life in your way and on your path? Or does it belong to somebody else and you just got on that course and never got off, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm not saying to go out there and challenge everything that you've ever done in your life, but definitely go back and evaluate and see, do you have a way? Do you have a path? And how often do you deviate from that? Go out there and find your own dial. Find your own way. Find your own path. Make sure that it's in line with your spirit, right? I, I don't care if you have a pastor, an imam, uh, a, a, a rabbi. I, I don't care what you have. Just make sure that the way that you're living your life is yours and it belongs to you. And make sure for those that have kids like like us, right? There's three of us on here today that have four-year-olds. Um, and then BJ has a, a range of uh, well actually he just has two ages actually the twins and then and then <laughs> Mason but um, make sure that you are not paving a concrete road with barriers for your kids yeah. because a lot of us will 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 push our way on our kids and by the time they realize that man I've been living this life the wrong way not which which it's not really wrong it just wasn't their way mm-hmm. so Keep that in mind um, that you want to allow them to pave their own road to, to, to whatever path they want to take. Be a guide, but give some flexibility.
4: Carol, I got to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, sir. I, there's also a verse about that too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll shut up again. I'll shut up again. Y- nah. y- <laughs> It's good. We, we might have to drop 81 we might have to write 81 ourselves uh but ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us this week on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best but the views are amazing amazing, uh, amazing.
0: Gosh, amazing. <laughs>